This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Monday, May 17th. The major U.S. equity futures indices are trading off small this morning. So you have the S&P futures off about 7 points. That's about 16 basis points. NASDAQ futures are off about 32 points. That is about 24 basis points. And the Dow futures are off 71 points. That is about 20 basis points. So a mild call 20 to 25 basis point pullback in U.S. equity futures. The major European indices are trading down small, so down just about 5 to 10 basis points. You have mild underperformance in cyclical groups, um, although no major subgroup in Europe is really up or down more than 50 basis points. The exception would be telecoms, which are up about a percent. Um, and you are seeing underperformance in basic resources, energy, and industrials in Europe. Asia generally did well. So you had, you had gains in Hong Kong, mainland China. Taiwan did fall 3% as that... Um, Island continues to grapple with the resurgence of COVID, and Japan ended off um, uh, relatively mildly. So the the TPX was down about twenty five percent, twenty five basis points rather. Um, so just kind of running through a few moving pieces this morning on the economic data front, you did have mild disappointments on the Chinese growth front. So retail sales and industrial production both undershot expectations, and then you had firmer inflation figures from around the world. So. Chinese home prices saw very big gains. Japan's PPI rose above expectations. And then India's wholesale prices also overshot street forecasts. So obviously a mildly negative dynamic of weaker growth, higher inflation. Um, like I said before, Taiwan's Taiwax, Taiwan's X index slumped 3%. As that, um, that area continues to grapple with the resurgence of COVID, also Singapore um, is another uh, area of Asia that's also grappling um, with COVID and re-implemented certain lockdown restrictions over the weekend. Bitcoin prices slumped over the weekend, so about 2% on Saturday, about 8.5% on Sunday. There were some tweets from Elon Musk um, implying initially that Tesla had sold its Bitcoin. He came out later and clarified that that was not the case. So you have Bitcoin bouncing a bit today, but obviously a lot of carnage over the weekend um, on that front. Nothing terribly incremental on the monetary policy front for this morning specifically, although there is a lot of growing focus on the upcoming June meetings from the ECB and the Fed, whereby each could either formally announce and or um, strongly hint at a taper of quantitative easing. And remember, the world is in kind of a tapering phase. You've had a lot of, you've had a few tapering announcements with the Bank of Canada and the BOE um, formally came out and tapered. And then you could argue the BOJ a couple of weeks ago also um uh, you know, in a more subtle fashion, tapered as well. So you have the ECB coming up on June 10th. You have the Fed on June 16th. Um, you know, again, I suspect both of those central banks also will be walking down the tapering road. Again, whether it's more implied or or formally announced, um, you know, I think that is something that's coming up on the horizon. On the U.S. fiscal front, um, you know, I sent around a piece yesterday. I have a link. I'm sorry, I sent around a piece on Friday. I have a link to it in the piece this morning. You know, I think if you read the political tea leaves in Washington, um, you know there is certainly an enormous amount of pushback to the initial jobs and family bills proposed by the White House. I think even the White House may be getting some cold feet um, 
you know, about both of those initiatives, just given the what you're seeing in the economic data, especially on the inflation front. You know, if you listen to the White House press briefings on a daily basis, there's a lot more questions um, being posed to, uh, to the White House um, press press corps just about what's occurring um, on the economic front with economic data and inflation, et cetera. It's usually not the types of questions posed to the White House. So clearly, there's a lot more pressure and pushback on some of the economic policies. So if you kind of just listen to how things are evolving in Washington, um, you know, I personally think you're either going to get this kind of mini infrastructure bill, which is essentially just 70 billion over 10 years. So that gets you to about 700 billion headline price tag focused nearly exclusively on physical infrastructure and with essentially very little to no tax increases. So I think it's either that or nothing just based on where everything is heading right now. And I think markets would be kind of happy with either of those scenarios. Um, you know, I think if if the Democrats, if this bipartisan, um, if this kind of bout of bipartisan negotiation, if that were to fall apart, the Democrats pivot back to an exclusively partisan path to try to path inf- pass infrastructure. Um, you know, I think you kind of run into the same set of problems as before, where there are enough centrist Democrats that are wary of the economic figures that are being put up, that are um, you know increasingly anxious about the amount of spending that's taking place. And they also look at, you know, the fact that the COVID pandemic is fading in the US. There is not as much political pressure to take incremental action. And there's a very tough midterm coming up. So I think all those factors are going to, um, you know, peel off enough centrist Democrats that would make it very difficult for Biden to pass this on an exclusively partisan basis. Um, So those are all the major themes and trends for this morning. On the company-specific front, nothing all that important on earnings that were out this morning in either Asia or Europe. You did obviously have this big AT&T discovery um, uh, merger speculation that hit midday Sunday on Bloomberg. It's since been reported in nearly every major financial news press, so it does sound like there is a, a deal that is that is imminent. Um, reports suggest you could get a formal announcement later today, Monday, on that deal. So that's the big company-specific news. Discovery is up 12% pre-market. AT&T is up about 1.8% pre-market on that news. Um, otherwise, for the Monday calendar, there really is not a whole lot. You have Clarita will make some comments later today. Um, but otherwise, it should be pretty slow in terms of major incremental news. Just looking out on the course of this week... Um, you know, the, you had three big macro events. So the Chinese economic data, which we already got this morning, you have FOMC Fed minutes on Wednesday, and then you have the flash PMIs for May, Friday morning from the US and Europe. That will be kind of the first major economic data point for the month of May. And then the other big area of focus this week will be on the April end earnings reports, specifically Home Depot, Macy's, Walmart, all Tuesday morning, analog devices, Lowe's, Target, TJX, all Wednesday morning. You have Cisco Wednesday night, you have Kohl's Thursday morning, you have AMAT Thursday night, and then you have Deer Friday morning. Um, you know, So I think in particular, the uh, retail reports are going to be very much in focus. You had um, Dillard's kicked off the April and retail earnings season last week. Um, very strong numbers. Dillard's traded very well on Friday. Um, so obviously, there'll be a lot of focus on, on what these retailers are seeing behind the scenes. If there's been any kind of mild pullback in spending um, as some of the uh, stimulus payments get get dispersed and spent down. Um, you know, Walmart and Target in particular, obviously, which have a very good mix of both discretionary and then and then um, you know more staples like product mixes, they'll kind of give insight into I think both parts of uh, the consumer. And that is essentially everything for today. Uh, thank you for listening.